Portrait. Portrait. Poetry night. Poetry night rings through. On Monday, June 24th, we said. Darkness was my downfall, falling faster. The sun's a demon now I dare not see. When the darkness in my soul is master, I'm up all night, delight awakens me. Darkness was my downfall, rising higher as my routine altered outside daylight. For when in the throes of dark desire, the succubi's sweet offer is so right. Darkness was my downfall, never knowing when first I let it pass my virgin lips that this brew would become so controlling, ever needing ten thousand more dark sips. How do I know I can't the darkness stop? Just cut me, and I'll bleed one thick black drop. Thank you. And in that vein... <laughs> Get it? Vain, cut me like a ha ha. Our first poet tonight is going to be the owner of our wonderful venue. You all know him as Scott, or as a friend of mine likes to say, Elvis Cash. It's kind of nice to sit down. It was on the train to Mayfield that celebrated birthdays, conductors standing straight and tall in all the rolling earth. And there we stood and heard the choir. We saw the people dancing. And I said, let's take the next stop. And you nodded absently. And we got off in hiding and we walked the streets together. A light rain was falling. And the prophets on the street corners were calling out your name. And the house was cold and dark, but opened with crosses made of birch and twine, hanging above our bed, the covers kicked away, revealing you to me. And now my thoughts are drifting, remembering a memory in what you asked of me. Have you made up your mind? I've already decided. I'm staying here in hiding until I can truly get away. Then the broken shutter swinging woke me up the next morning, and I could hear you singing from underneath your pillow. And the stars outside were shining with such intensity that we took our time awakening to say our goodbye. And at the station, we stood apart, afraid of retribution. And here's the sign, and here's the lie, that this will last forever. And I watched you from the window. Thank you. Uh, next up, we're going to have Chris Gusta read some stuff to us. Uh, Summers in the neighbor's pool, Marco Polo always seemed such a foolish game, calling out to people, waiting for them to answer. Everyone cheats at games like that. 
If you can't shake the water out after the dense liquid of sound fills your ear with whatever it is you don't want on the inside of your head, you could wind up with tubes and inhibited senses. It was strange to hear they had to kick in your door to find you. There are different pools. I'm glad it was the police and not your friends. Some of them need to be finished drowning. For all future summers, I am sorry you'll be too close to the bottom, but it is hopefully less murderous than your fighting against the tide. If you're going to disappear, please let it be in plum season when I can surround myself with their bruised color and taste their bitter skins. Every juice that drips them will remind me of what is the past, so that no matter how those memories would be alone, they would ever be coupled with something so delicious. Mr. Rosebushes, Mr. Blackberry Thumbtack Pushpin Sticking Carpet Nail, I mistook you for someone else because you all wear the same shirts, you amateur psychoanalysts. All your questions rankle. This whole thing is no one's business. No, it is not that I'm depressed or need to talk. There is nothing wrong with me, and also I don't like you. Return hence to whatever level of hell will accept you and your overly curious parts. Thanks. See Chris Gusta. All right, next up we got Dwayne, all the way to us from Everett. The man. This is called Echoes. Echoes of a trigger pulled four times. Carom off steel and glass. The city falls silent. Collective breaths breathe deep. Fear chokes off the ability to exhale. Beneath a 90 degree August sun. Cold fingers walk up each spine, reading numbers chiseled into vertebrae before birth, numbers that reveal the time, the date, the how, the where. Lungs strained to contain oxygen that has ceased to nourish the body. Each individual finds itself lingering within that word of silent pleas, waiting for sound that says the passage is clear. Lungs cave in, eyes dart towards fellow passengers who have ceased looking for an exit. And this is Bone Dancer, which I wrote after looking at an untitled painting by Malcolm Lipkin. Her eyes bore into me. I feel her weight weighing my heart, weighing my worth. She examines each scar, touches lightly scabs, still too moist to heal. 
No tolls needing needle and thread. Captured within that dark eyed gaze, I am hers if she chooses me. I would lose myself within the intensity of her passion. I would set the world ablaze to see her smile. I would be her bone dancer, summoning the dead to worship at her feet. Thank you. All right, another hand for Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. All right, next up, we have Amanda is going to come and read something for us. Hello. Um, this first poem is uh, by Tara Hardy. It's called Uncommon Woman. For any woman who's ever been told she's too much, you who broke out of the mold before they even cracked it off you, you who came out inventing your own how to scale a wall with only vowels, you who fire flash in the eye of so many midnights, so many men who want to taste your hem, who dream of being desired by, by an uncommon woman, if only because their dressers are empty of anything but brand name cologne and predictable portrait. Let them call you different. Let them bait the minnows of your heart. Show them your heart is a school of fish, a solar system of all moons. When asked, say, my heart is always causing the mating season. When they call you full of yourself, say yes. Breathe in their scorn and breathe out Atlantis. Let them come with their saw blade smiles. Let them come with their saw blade hands. Let them come to see if you slice small enough to replace their handkerchiefs, the ones they'll loan to who they'll call easier girls. Let them choose easier girls. When he tells you he is tossing your broken root out his open window and holds up to the glass a more common woman, surrender. Gracefully surrender the pretend olive branch of his matrimony, the pretend complete protein he slipped onto your third finger while you stood in shoes that were always too small for you. When he says she is easier to handle, live with, attach to, fuck, I want you to remember your neck, the way it ascends space and always has above the rest. You were brought here for so much more than walking two by two up a ship plank. Anyone common enough to go coward at the depth of his love for you wasn't meant to walk beside you. So go live in the liquid bowl of gold you were handed for a skin. Uncommon woman, let the easier girls pick up the socks. Embrace your splendid singularity and look to the rest of us uncommon women standing in the centers, holding up the tents of our skirts. We call them cities. Love should not have us stoop to fit a portrait. Love should have us elevate our infinity. So, uncommon woman, don't settle for less. Instead, stride towards the ever-shedding horizon. Take her, take her example of renewal. Wear your grief like a party dress. Remember, the sun's only lover is not the earth. She's got moons on every planet. Thank you. They like you, Amanda. That was Amanda, everybody. 
Tatum is coming up to read for us. It's Tatum's first time, everybody. Give her a big round of applause. The night the yard caught fire. I suppose I should have spoke up sooner. As soon as I saw the ass poster slung on the wall at the end of his bed, I should have noted coils of blonde hair slumbering down a back bright and shining as an orange peel rolled in. Or her jeans loose and gripping at the halfway point where I'd imagine sand rests in a finished hourglass. I read the cycles of bodies who'd slept next to his and old red spattered over white sheets ripped, thought to ask why he'd kept the bloody things and how he'd excused her faceless on the wall to others before me. But the moment ashed and we walked out back kindling heavy at our chests. If I could undo the following scene, I'd say no. I clung to the news. The crumpled up paper never hit fire or twisted in an arm on to grip the hay bale. Instead, the hay bale breathed in like a sponge from a fist. Tent poles snapped and collapsed as bones under skin. There wasn't structure for it to happen. Lids reasserted over bottle after bottle of Heineken and it all sounded like clapping. The liquid spiraling from our throats back to the green glass, never crunched by our feet. Mine suspended where I remained on my rock and him on his stump. I nodded my fingers together instead of shoveling them through his hair. He shifted me off his lap instead of lifting my legs over his because right then I remember blonde hair spilling down naked shoulders walls covered in signs a grinning man with a frothing pint beer getting ugly guys laid since 1864 the cover cover of a film blown up and sized all the women out of focus in the background except at the breasts a mob of drinking men I turned to him my words in reverse said what I'd meant to but let blister up in flame I pulled the axe up the center of split pieces of wood which cracked back together again and left them in piles cold beside each other not to burn nobody started the fire the match was never lit (laughs) all right this one is called the creek i go back to look when it's been a while It's not that I miss the way the wind animates the sage leaves, dragging each thick finger over my flesh. It's not that the balsam root breathes sweet, sunny memory or that I can't untangle the Indian paintbrush. It's more that the steelhead come to spawn and I to watch, to see the female wait in her small gravel depression for the sudden surge of one male taking the throat of another, the blood running black through the water. I go to see who wins when the spines no longer flick the surface and only one drifts to shallow, only one hovers over her red. I go to see her distant while he, in an expressionless movement, swipes his thin belly through her groove of blinking pink coals. The faint cloud of white. Smoke. The end of his life. I wonder if it matters to her, if we ever have a choice. Thanks, Tanum. That was awesome. Okay, next up. Zane's up next. A per- life's equation. Let me tell you a personal history. The origin from whence my X and Y come. My X as in xenophobe, 
stands behemoth in black, a symbol of naught, erect and stalwart, its silhouette like a lone ranger on Horizon's Hill, at once at my periphery and directly behind. Standing in opposition, my why was endowed upon me in the moment of my birth by the baptismal font of my mother's afterbirth, a flood that cleansed both her of me and myself with blood of life, love. The last valve, the last vow, as an humble yoke, Painted the palest blanche stands a stolid giant, magnificently omniscient, a never setting sun always rising in my eastern horizon, always capturing my gaze and my step. Its gravity is indelible, my reluctant feet trudging in its direction. Its shadow, a shadow still, despite its appearance of a beacon of light. Um, okay. Okay, uh, this one's called um, Smoking. <laughs> Number two, it's part of a hypothetical collection by the same name. Yes, smoking. The ash choking the river, the shrugs amassing themselves in mountains adversarial. Our shapes are so perfect. On some nights, measuring carefully, I fold, rip, and curl myself, a fetal crutch inserted into a J, light and drag. You know, once I saw a man consume himself. It was $2 for a ticket to join the crowd. Um, this is, I, I call hosting. When I have guests, I like to imitate a dunce, stoop my shoulders shuffling my feet, show my teeth to them. Not meaning to embarrass, I invite them to join, but they've already left me to kicking dirt in corners. Thank you. All right, that was Zane and Zane's Afro. Next up, we have Mr. Andrew Pine here to read for us. Tomorrow is still a house of knives, is still uncertain, unkempt, the hair in your hands, the braids of moon across the bay, split into a million raw slivers, each a knife of light looking daggers as we pass. The widow of the solstice, her chintinous braids unfurling winter, her cool breath daggers that start my heart as we pass. The river below moans, bends continuous, continues and exits the Pacific. Her blood becomes cool blue, a subject for failed painters, but also a comfort, 
a blessing, this breath, the steely water and its bull-headed salmon intent to make good on their promise of continuing until beauty finds its action, its completion in orgasm. And the old man tries to paint this all in his neo-impressionist style. He's been painting this picture since he arrived on the coast. Sometimes the ice picks on the window find their way into his picture, and sometimes his breath beads on the paint, and other times he knows the, wind the widow of the solstice is watching, is weaving her weave across the bay to give him comfort through winter. Thanks. Thank you, Andrew. That was great. Andrew Pine, everybody. Is your head, is your head okay? Uh, would like to welcome Mr. Robert Lastly to the stage. Magaloo by Helene Johnson. Summer comes. The Zizak hovers around the greedy mouth crocodile. A vulture bears away a foolish jackal. The flamingo is a dash of pink against dark green mangroves, her slender legs rivaling her slim neck. The laughing lake gurgles delicious music in its throat and lulls to sleep the lazy lizard, a nebulous being on a sun-scorched rock in such a place. In this pulsing, riotous gasp of color, I met Magaloo, dark as a tree at night. Eager-lipped, listening to a man with a white collar and a small black book with a cross on it. Oh, Magaloo, come, take my hand and I will read you poetry. Chromatic words, seraphic symphonies, fill up your throat with laughter and your heart with song. Do not let him lure you from your laughing waters. Lulling lakes, lindsome winds, will you sell the colors of your sunset and the fragrance of your flowers and the passionate wonder of your forest for a creed that will not let you dance? Helene Johnson, Magaloo, 1935. Y'all learned something? Good. Now, what we have... Night! Uh, it's the end. So that was it. Let's have a hand for everyone. One. Two, three, one, two, Check it out. Oh, so good. Oh. Oh, my head is huge. 